Welcome to the I Could Say Worse podcast. I will be your host, Sky Tamar Quinones Williams. Thank you for tuning in to my very first podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, I can get this shit started off right. I'm not going to bore you guys with a bunch of funny-ass facts about myself, because there will be plenty of podcasts to come, and in each one, you'll be able to learn a little more about me. Basically, I've been toying with the notion of starting a podcast for the past year, but I just kept procrastinating, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do or how I wanted to do it. So, I don't know, I guess you could say I finally just got the balls to just say fuck it and get this thing started, and hey, we'll see where it goes. And I'm sure this first one will be kind of raw and won't be great, but just uh, be patient with me. Believe me, they'll get better each time. Believe me, I got plenty of funny things to say, plenty of great things to say, and especially funny stories to tell about myself that I'm sure give you guys plenty of laughs and have a lot of shit to talk about. Um, for whatever reason, I was watching Joe Rogan's podcast recently. Uh, shout out to him, by the way, Joe Rogan. He's doing a great job with his. I actually just recently got into it over the past uh, couple months, but I've definitely been tuning in a couple times a week, whether it's been watching old clips or watching the new ones. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. Uh, he just did a great one with Mike Tyson. So, uh, that's pretty dope. But anyway, uh... I was watching some old clips from Joey Diaz being on there, and uh, he was telling some pretty hilarious stories just about himself and his past, and it made me think what better way than to just start my podcast than by uh, telling you guys a funny-ass story about myself. Uh, It only makes sense, right? And uh, as a sidebar, if you're an adult and you haven't learned how to laugh at yourself, grow the fuck up. Needless to say... This is something that I was ashamed of actually four years, never really told anybody about, and probably like five years after it happened, I finally told like one of my friends, maybe, maybe two and a half, three years ago. Of course, they like laughed hysterically, and you know, finally, like I, I just wasn't ashamed. I didn't care. I was so far removed from when it happened. It just didn't matter, and I was like, eh. You can laugh at yourself. Why not let others laugh with you? And even to this day, I probably only told a handful of people what happened that day. But uh, so let's just get into this story. This will be a short first podcast, but hopefully it'll make you guys want to come back and tune in to the next time I upload another one. So when I was in my mid 20s, you know, I was a little lost. I mean, shit. I might be a little lost now. I'm actually just a struggling writer, but that's a story for another day. (laughs) But so anyway, when I was in my mid-20s, I had uh, decided to get my CDL. Basically, I was working kind of as like a residential counselor for about two and a half years. And I live in Pennsylvania, which isn't like a super expensive state, but it definitely isn't cheap. So uh, the price of living is pretty high, as I'm sure it is for most of you out there. So I'm sure you understand the struggle. But basically, it was like I was only making about a little over 10 bucks an hour. I was having to work like six days a week, trying to work 16 hours a day, just so I could make like a thousand bucks every two weeks. And, you know, but then you can't even enjoy it. And most of that was just going to bills, 
You guys know how it works. And then the real slap in the face was the first raise I got was only a 10 cent raise. <laughs> and then a year later, they had the nerve to give me the same 10 cent raise again. So I just knew I had to get out of there. I knew it wasn't going to be a long term thing. It wasn't helping me at all. It was just a meaningless job. And as much as I loved helping people, it was a fulfilling job. But unfortunately, it's just I wasn't able to maintain. It was hard enough to eat. Like, I remember my car went down one time, and I was sitting there jogging to work and having to take showers at work. So I was jogging six and a half miles to work at five in the morning, taking showers, then working till 10 at night, and then, like, bumming a ride home or else having to, like, just walk home at night another six and a half miles and, you know, wash and repeat five, six days a week. But so I decided to go get my CDL, which was great. I uh, drove for a company called CR England. They had a program. I signed up. They trained me, got my license. I had my CDL within 17 days. Quick, easy, bam. Out on the road. Had to do training with like one of their advanced drivers who had been driving for them for years. Was out on the road with him for like, I want to say two to three weeks. That went great. Got back. So then I decided to do like a, a I teamed up with this guy so we could drive as a team. Basically driving as a team. As a truck driver, you can only, at the time, you could only drive a max of 11 hours a day. So now if you drive as a team, then you got two guys on the same truck. You can drive 22 hours in a day. So basically you never stop. You get way more miles under your belt. So you get paid way more, basically twice as much per day, if you want to put it that way. So me and him, cool dude, driving around the country, everything's great. We're like doing this loop a couple times from like Southern Cal to Washington, all the way to Raleigh, North Carolina, back to California. It was dope. Got to see a lot of the country. And you know, out there driving, you get to learn a lot about yourself because it's just you and your thoughts. Because half the time... When you're not driving, you're sleeping, or you know your partner's sleeping. Cause believe me, when you're driving that for that many hours at a time, it wears on you, and you'd be a lot more tired than you think. Well, now to the funny story. Hopefully, I still got you guys' attention. So one time we're out in LA, we had to stop at this uh, big ass corporation called uh, Randstad. I might be pronouncing it wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Anyway, we were set to deliver at like 4 in the morning. Something crazy. Like 3.45, 4 in the morning. So in my mind, I'm like, great. Wanted to worry about L.A. traffic. Like, and yeah, it wasn't in the city. But it was a close enough, like, in the suburbs that we had to deal with crazy traffic. It was during the day. So, we get there. We have our bill of lading. Security is like looking at it. It says that we're supposed to be there. Unfortunately, they don't have us on their paperwork saying that we're showing up to drop off a load. So we're going back and forth. We call CR England. We're telling them we're having problems. They're not letting us in. They they say they try to call. They can't get a hold of anybody. You know, the security dude, he's being a real dick. So... I guess he just thinks we're lying. He don't believe our bill of lading. 
doesn't believe we're supposed to be there. So we go back to the truck stop, which is about 20 minutes back down the road, further outside of L.A. So I'm like, fuck it, go to sleep, get up around 7.38, take a shower, I'm chilling, just feeling good, like, well, we'll get a call, they'll either send us back there or send us somewhere else. So while I'm at the truck stop, I decide to have these two jalapeno cheddar breakfast sausages, which I love spicy food, especially jalapenos, so I'm like all hype and ecstatic about it, I'm like, this shit's gonna be dope. Shit was only like a dollar sixty-five or something for two of them, and a drink and shit. So I'm like, oh, this is great. Didn't have to spend a bunch of money. Good breakfast. They tasted amazing. It was great. So then we get this phone call from CR England. Like, hey, what happened? You gotta go back. So we're laughing. We're like, oh, you must have not got the message. We talked to somebody already. We know that they're probably off their shift, so apparently they didn't leave you the notes of what happened. Like, we got there, they told us we weren't supposed to be there, we left, where the truck stop nearby. They're like, no, go back, okay, yeah, that's their fault, blah, blah, blah. So, now we're like, shit, we're rushing to get there, because they want us to be there by 9. It's like 8.15, 8.30, and we know there was going to be traffic, so we're driving back. Well, I'm driving. My partner's like, he had went back to sleep. So I'm driving down the highway. We're hitting traffic. I'm just listening to music. Next thing I know, I start sweating. My stomach's hurting. I'm like, damn, I think I got to take a shit. Like, I'm thinking all this in my head, obviously, not talking out loud. And so I'm like kind of squirming back and forth, like trying to find an exit. I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll just pull over somewhere, take a shit, then we'll be on our merry way, go drop this load off. I see a couple exits that I, I wanted to get off of, but I couldn't, it's too much traffic, nobody's letting me over, I'm in a big ass tractor trailer. So I'm like, alright, fuck it, I'll just have to wait, I'll go when we get there, let's just hurry up and get there. So... It ends up taking whew, longer than expected, probably like 35, 45 minutes just to get there because traffic was so bad. We get there. I'm like sweating, clenching my fucking asshole. I'm like cussing out loud. My my buddy in the back is sitting there laughing like, what's wrong, man? I'm like, oh, I just got to go to the bathroom real bad. He's laughing and shit. Like, I'm annoyed. I'm super pissed off. Like... Yo, I just gotta go, man. Shit's not funny. He's like, oh, man, don't shit yourself. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I'll be good. Like, I'm gonna go when we get there. We pull up to the gate. Security now at the front. He looks at our bill of lading again. Of course, it's a different guy now. Let's us in. Tells me where to park. So I, like, hurry up and pull in. And before I park, I just kind of like parking a regular parking spot i run to the door i'm like hey man that's my truck right here we're here to drop off a load here's the bill laden but can i please use the bathroom real quick there's nothing worse than being around somebody that hates their job and they take it out on everybody else so clearly this dude wasn't happy to be at work He's pissed the fuck off. I don't know. Maybe his wife left him. Maybe he caught her cheating. 
Who the fuck knows? Maybe maybe a black guy or Spanish guy is fucking his daughter. I don't know. But he's pissed the fuck off. He damn sure wasn't happy to be talking to me. And he was annoyed just that I was even asking to use the bathroom. So he's like, nah, man, you got to wait until we get you signed in and back up to your dock and blah, blah, blah. So just all this bullshit. I'm barely listening to him. I'm sweating. He can tell if something's wrong. But he didn't care. So he sends me back to my truck. I jump in the truck. I find out the dock I'm supposed to be at. That's probably the fastest I ever backed into a dock. And it was jammed between two trucks. Super tight. Got in there easy. Boom. Not even a minute maybe. I gunned it in there. Get in there. Already had unlocked the back and everything. Jump out the truck. Run to the door. Mind you, I'm in like basketball shorts. And a hoodie. Because we're in Cali. So even though it was like semi-early. And it wasn't summer summer. But it was nice. Like So it's like 65 degrees. 70 degrees. And I had like these brand new Jordans. These brand new white Jordans on. That I just bought. For any anybody that knows about the Space Jam Jordans. Well I had like the white on whites on. Like fresh. Brand new. So I get to the door again. I'm like, hey, man, like, I'm back then. They checked in. I'm at the dock. Like, come on, man, please. I really need to use the bathroom. He really didn't, wasn't trying to let me in for whatever reason. But finally, like, he breaks down because I guess he realized, like, damn, yo, why is this dude all sweaty? I think he just thought, oh, I must be about to throw up. So he was like, all right, fuck it. So he lets me in. I'm like, where's the bathroom at? He's like, to the left, all the way down at the end. Now, mind you, this is a big-ass fucking company. Huge-ass warehouse I'm standing in. That shit had to be like 300 yards away, yo. Had to be. And fuck it, maybe I'm exaggerating, but that's how long it felt. Even in that moment, that's how long it seemed. So I look, and I'm like, damn, I start hauling ass. Now, not to toot my own horn, but, like, I played ball in college and all that. I feel like I'm pretty fast. So I'm fucking flying as fast as I can. And literally, I'm, like, maybe 40 yards away. And my body just seized up. Like, you know how if you, like, got a shit or pee real bad or poop and you kind of, like, clench real hard and you, your back arches and you're frozen one spot like you can't move because you're like damn it's about to come out well that's what kind of happened and like I tried to like take a step just like oh well, I'll just walk the rest of the way nope next thing you know I was like oh shit it's coming so I start running again and it's just shit just Coming out my ass, running down my fucking in between my legs and the back of my legs. And it was like, not hard poop, but not, it wasn't like diarrhea either. It was like, when you get ice cream out the machine, like the frozen yogurt type consistency. So it's like, I got shit just sliding down my legs. Like, literally, it's so much that... It went like down into my Jordan, my brand new white Jordans. And then every time I'm taking a step, it's squishing out the sides, like overflowing. And I get into the bathroom 
and I closed the door. Of course, there's no lock on the bathroom. So now I'm panicking. I'm sweating even harder because I just hauled, hauled ass all the way through this factory. So I'm in the bathroom panicking. There's no lock on the door. And all I could think was like, damn, I just get completely naked. Completely. Socks and everything. I'm asshole naked in this public bathroom. Thank God I was probably the first person in there because it was completely clean at the moment. And I'm standing in front of this big ass sink, literally washing my whole body with just the hand soap and then drying myself off with paper towels. But don't worry, it gets worse. So now, because of my shitty ass basketball shorts and socks and sneakers, it's like flies just came out of nowhere. And they're just everywhere, flying around on my shitty ass clothes. I'm trying to wash them in the sink. It smells horrible. I'm gagging. It's just bad. It's so bad. And I'm like, I'm asshole naked. I can't get my shorts clean enough. My sneakers are ruined. I throw them in the trash. Like, they were just nothing. Like, they were, they were going to be stained for life. So I just said, fuck it. So I throw them in the trash. Next thing you know, this guy with a suit on comes walking in the bathroom. Now, mind you, I had already threw my shorts at that point. My shorts, my shirt. Like, I threw everything. Just threw it away. So I jump into that, you know, the big stall, the handicapped stalls. I'm in there. Ass naked. Dude pees. He hadn't seen me. Like I seen I seen the door opening, so I jumped in the in the stall. So he's washing his hands at the sink. And I'm just like, damn, how I'm gonna get out of here? All my clothes are in the trash. I'm ass naked. And I had left my fucking cell phone in the truck. Of course, right? That's how the universe works. Murphy's law. When things can go wrong, they will. So I'm like, hey man. And I could see him, like, looking in the mirror, like, trying to see through, like, the crack in the stall door, which makes it worse. And I think he caught a glimpse of me because he, like, put his head back down. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like, I'm really sorry, man. I know this is weird, but I drive that CR England truck that's parked in this dock. Can you please go to my truck? And get my duffel bag from in between the seats and bring it to me, please. And so he just starts giggling. I'm sure he knew, like, because it smelled like straight ass in there. So I'm sure he's like, oh, this dude must have shit himself. So luckily, you know, he goes. And at first I start panicking again, like, oh, shit, he's not coming back. Because, like, ten minutes go by. Thank God he comes back. Drops my bag on the floor in front of the stall. He leaves, whatever, nobody's in the bathroom. So now, you know, I'm sitting there, like, I had a rag in my bag. I made sure I rewashed down, made sure I felt all right. I get redressed, put my deodorant and shit on. But here comes the best part. Now I got to walk back out there and walk all the way back to the door to where I can get to my truck. Knowing that I had was shitting myself for at least a good 20 yards. And knowing that somebody probably definitely saw me. Like in my panic of running. Just like damn what the fuck. So now I start sweating again. And I'm nervous. And I'm like yo I'm going to get in trouble. Or like I had no idea what was going to happen. 
So of course I walk out there. I got I have a hood up. I'm all embarrassed. It's all these people that are just coming to work on their first shift. And I'm walking and there's just like this nice long thin shit trail. Literally for like fifteen to twenty yards. And I could just feel people giggling and laughing, looking at me. And I like I look up and then I realize it wasn't even nobody giggling. They're just staring at me with like the look of disgust. I just imagine that's how it feels like not even just for women, but for guys in college when you like fuck somebody that you probably shouldn't have and you're walking back to your dorm room at like six in the morning, like trying to get back before too many people get up and get their breakfast still and all that shit. But like, of course, you always run into people or people always see you. And then they're like, where are you coming from? Because you still had the clothes on that you had the night before at whatever party you was at. I just assume that's how it feels. Because that was my first time feeling that way. Like, just a straight piece of shit. And just embarrassed and ashamed that, like, I shit myself in probably, like, in front of at least 100 people. Like, that's how big this place was. And as I get closer to the door, here goes the uh, janitor, custodian, whatever you want to call him. And he's sitting there with his mop and his mop bucket. And, like, he's just staring at me so mean. And I, like, had to put my head down before I got too close to him. But, like, I just remember feeling so bad, but at the same time trying not to laugh. Because he was so pissed off. Like, who wants to come into work? And then, literally, you clean up people's shit every day. But, literally, today, you're cleaning up somebody's shit from off the floor and that's the first thing that you're doing the second you get to work and literally it was everybody I could just feel the energy like I just fucked everybody's day up in there and like I finally get back to the truck my boy's in there cracking the fuck up like he thought it was the most funny thing in the world he's dying laughing and like it was just that was by far probably my most embarrassing moment in life. And don't get me wrong, I've had plenty, but none that I was ever ashamed of or, like, regretted. But for a long time, I was ashamed of that. Like, that shit was so embarrassing. And, like, it was just bad. It was so bad. Like, I didn't know how to talk about that shit for a while. Like, and like now the couple boys and my cousins that I've told, like... They just laugh their asses off. They always be asking me to tell it. So I just figured for my first podcast, it would just be a fun, lightweight story to tell about myself, lighthearted. Like, who cares? I can laugh at myself now. And uh, if anything, hopefully you guys are getting a good laugh out of it, too. But uh, I won't hold you guys too much longer for this first podcast. Thanks for joining in. Uh, hopefully that gives you kind of a glimpse of what types of stories you might hear on this podcast. And at the same time, each each one you'll learn a lot more about me. And uh, please give me feedback. And I'd love and be interested to hear about uh, you guys' views on things. And I'll definitely check out all of your podcasts or whatever you have going on. Uh, again, my name is Sky Tamar Kenyonis Williams. Uh, right now just a struggling writer as I mentioned in the beginning I do have a published book called Reflections Through an Inverse World so I'd appreciate it if you go check it out on Amazon or for Kindle but uh, thanks again for tuning in and I'll talk to you guys soon alright peace